0: يَرْفَعِ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَاتٍ يَرْفَعِ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَاتٍ وَاللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ خَبِيرٌ war rasulillahi ala alihi wa sahbihi wa la humma bab al-hajar bab al arabic language is to prevent something to prevent that's what it means to prevent something okay and when we talk about al-hajar in fiqh i was saying in arabic language, for example we have in the hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said inna Allah hajara at-tawbah an kulli saahib bid'ah prophet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prevented repentance from every person of innovation i was narrated طيب يعني حجر يعني and in the sharia it is uh, to prevent someone from using their money it is to prevent someone from using their money that's what حجر is in and, and the we're talking about it today we're talking about preventing people from using their money meaning they have no control over their money anymore so they have no control they have no control of their money anymore money. They're not allowed to use it And the reason for a person to have To be mahjurun alay For him to be His control of his money To be taken away from him Are two reasons Number one is Because of a meaning that is in himself Because of the default that is in himself And under it comes reasons And the second category is For, some, for the right of someone else Because of the right of someone else He's not allowed to use his money Because of the right of someone else He's not allowed to use his money Okay um, And al Hajar So it says Six groups of people are prevented from using their wealth Number one as uh, The one who is a Sabi A child before the age of puberty As-Sabi so wal these are the six people that he mentions. And other scholars mention other people, but these are generally the usul, the principal things that are that are mentioned of the people who are prevented from using the money. You guys understand what I mean? Prevented from using the money? You understand, inshallah. A a child is prevented, is alayhi. Right. Is he prevented because of someone else, or is he prevented because of a meaning that's in itself? because himself. Allah says in the Quran ولا ولا تؤتوا أموالكم التي جعل الله لكم قيامة ورزقوهم فيها وكسوهم وقول لهم قولا the orphan the young child حتى إذا بلغ النكاحه until he reaches the age of if you now see that this person, this child has gone old and then he has reached the age of rushd, which we're going to define inshaAllah ta'ala, then give him his money. The point is, the sa'bi, the young child, his money, he's not allowed to use it. He's not allowed to use his wealth. Why? Because he comes under the, uh, the, 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 the one who's not able to control his wealth, basically. A he's, He is prevented from using his wealth Because he comes under that um, And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tells us in the Quran When they reach the aid of Rushd That is when you give them their wealth And they are allowed to use it Before that who looks after their wealth It is their wali The wali of the child If is an orphan Then his, his wealth is given is looked after by The person who is, is looking after him Whether it be his uncle Whoever is looking after them If it is um, a child he has money, for example, he inherited money An orphan inherited money His dad passed away And his, his dad left behind millions And he's an orphan, he's rich he's, that, Those millions are his He owns them But he's not allowed to use them right? So the point is that the Sabe His transactions are nullified He's not allowed to make transactions And obviously they put um, Certain um, يعني, What's it called? exceptions, such as go, if it's something small, going to the shop and buying some milk, going going to do go go some shopping, opening the door to his house, because well, a house is wealth, right? Opening the door to his house. And the, the father says, go, go open the door for the guy who's at the door. He opens the door, he's allowed. Because even though it's wealth, generally he's not allowed to use wealth, but he's allowed in that situation. These, so, these kind of exceptions, and that's the evidence for it uh, in Surah nisa The second one is, the insane person, the one who is, not sane, the one who is not sane, so the insane person again, he is not allowed to use okay. his wealth because he has no aql, he has no mind, so you he do, he don't know where his wealth is going to go, and Allah tells us in the Quran, فَإِن كَانَ الَّذِي عَلَيْهِ He's not able to, himself, uh, control his wealth, then His wali takes over, right? That's the majnoon. He's not allowed to. He doesn't have control of his wealth. Number three is. The one who is Safih. Aya Safih is explained here. He says. He's the one who does tabdhir of his wealth. When Allah says in the Quran. He is the one who spends his wealth in haram. The Safih is the one who spends his wealth in haram. For example, he has money and he spends it buying alcohol. Or cigarettes or drugs. That's what he uses his wealth for. Now the safi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about him, or qiyaman Don't give the safih your wealth. That's the evidence so the safi is not allowed to be given his wealth. Rather again his wali looks after it. So the one he can be old. But he can't look after his wealth properly. طيب. طيب. These three are the things that are missing from a Rashid. Remember when you said in the Quran? anastum minhum? Rushdan. When you see from them Rushd. What's Rushd? Rushd is the opposite of Safih. Remember Safih is the last one, right? The one you did, yeah? Say um the yeah, spends a portion of his wealth on Does that all his <laughs> wealth is uh, no, 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 no. it depends the, This is all down to the judging of the judge it take, It's taken to the judge, right? So it's only done by the judge طيب. So these, these three things are the conditions of a Rashid A Rashid is the opposite of a Safi And he is, he is Al-Aqil Al-Balig Al-Rashid the, the one who is able to use his wealth He is, he is Al-Aqil Al-Balig He is the one who is Aqil is Sain Number two, he is Balig at the age of puberty. And number three, he is Rashid. He is Rashid. These are the three who we don't allow them to use their wealth. What's the result of that? All of their tasarrufat, all of their al al are blocked. All of their transaction, wealth transactions are blocked. So, what do you do with money? The wali looks after his money. The wali looks after his wali looks after his money until, until he, he becomes Rashid. When he leaves, when he becomes Rashid, then he is allowed. But other than that, The wali looks after his money and buys him his food that he needs. And buys, other than that, he's not allowed to use as well. hmm? he even, he's an even his wealth Even in old age, He's Safi, not allowed to use wealth well. By the judge, yeah. So for all three situations, the wali looks after the money. All of them, yeah. All three situations, the wali looks after the money. Tayyib <laughs> Um, these are the people who are mahjurun alayhi because of their own wealth, their own self. They have a problem in their own selves, therefore, they're not allowed to use their own wealth. The child, the one who's insane, and the one who is a safih, he uses his wealth for haram. This is the definition of the Shafi'iyah for the safih. The Shafi'iyah, they say the safih is the one who uses his wealth in haram. And this definition of Allah seems to be stronger than the Hanbali definition Which is, they say, <laughs> The other one, which is what? <laughs> He's not good at using his money And he goes to the shop, he gets bumped He goes to the shop and he just gives his money away He spends a thousand pounds on food in one day Because he just wants to try it And then he throws it away because he wasn't nice and he doesn't care According to them He's not allowed to use his wealth But again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Made things halal for us Right So The Safi the, is the, the one who is Al-Mubadziri only I mentioned that just as a benefit These are the people who are Because they own selves They're not allowed to use their wealth And their wealth are According to The Wali uh, He's the one who looks after it He says He says the one who is bankrupt, the one who is bankrupt, and um, the debts have overcome him. The one who is bankrupt, meaning debts have overcome him. What do we mean by debts have debts have overcome this person? We mean that his debts are more than his wealth. Let's say, for example, for example, is a person who has in his bank account all of his money is at ten thousand pounds. That's what he has in his bank account. That's it. And he has 12,000 pounds worth of debt Right Right. The condition of this debt Is that it must be due right now It must be due right now Then this person He If he is brought to the judge Then the judge Considers him to be a a Bankrupt He writes him off as bankrupt What happens to him then? He is not allowed to use his money He is not allowed to use his money So Uh, the muflis is the one okay and what's the condition for him to be considered to be a muflis is number one that his money is worth is more than his his debts are more than his money so his debts which are halan which are right now they're due right now they're more than his money and number three is that those people who he owes they bring him to court if they don't bring him to court is he considered to be bankrupt no he's not considered to be muflis Ta'ib. so in that case when that happens what happens in that case what happens when he's brought to court And his his debts are, are, he owes money. And his debts are more than his actual money. And the people who he owes, they bring him to court. The judge, he writes him off as a muflis, a person who is bankrupt. What happens in that that situation? Number one, the result of that is, he's not allowed to use any of his wealth, except for what he needs, darura. He's not allowed to use his wealth. Number two, is that the people who he owes money, they're not allowed to ask him for the money anymore he owes you money you take him to, he's bankrupt now in that case the people who owes money have to wait until he's able to pay it off but he's not allowed to use his wealth so if he, when he pays it off that's when he's allowed to use his wealth again Because Allah says if a person is he hasn't got much money so you, then you have to wait for him to wait for him until he becomes and he has wealth again so they wait for him okay? And generally The judge orders His wealth to be sold And split up accord amongst the gurama The people who he owes That's the fourth one So they can't They, they, take, they take their 10,000 Let's say There's two people who owes money 10,000 pounds 5,000, 5,000 each no, no, sorry 12,000, right? We said 12,000 He owes 12,000 He owes two people 12,000 He owes two people 12,000 he, 12, he only has 10,000 What happens? His money is split in half Five, five is given to Five to this person Five to this person What happened to the remaining two? We said You have to wait for him now You can't keep coming coming to him You have to wait for him For his money to come Until then Any money that comes in He is mahjur He is not allowed to use his money To buy things Except for The basic necessities Is that clear? What's The money has split so after, after his Other after people took his court. Mm. So The first one is Dane uh, is more than What he owns his Money Yeah and also, um, no, money. no 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 that's, that's, that's the That's the conditions We're talking about The results now oh, okay. The results says what What are the results Number one Who are the results Sorry he's not allowed To use his money He's going he's to be Bankrupt Moveless Number two is They got asking ask him For his money After that the money that is left, you have to wait. And number three, his money is split up amongst the people he owes. The second one? He's not allowed to ask for his money. They're not allowed to ask for his money anymore, because he ain't got any money anymore. If it's one person, that he owes and that person doesn't owe he doesn't owe him more than all owes his money, he owes him five thousand but he's got ten thousand, then no, he's not considered bankrupt. No. It has to be that those people that he owes more than his money. So for example, if he, only one person he owes one person twelve thousand and he only has ten thousand, he's considered to be bankrupt. But if he owes that person only six thousand, then and he takes him to court, then that person just has to pay six thousand and he's not bankrupt. Another person hasn't taken them to court. Is that clear? Percentage, according to how much he owes you, you owe him fifty percent yeah he ten thousand pounds two people he owes two people ten thousand pounds this person he owes him seven thousand the other person he owes him three thousand therefore it's seventy percent thirty percent they get they get his wealth oh to, for him to give that's no, it's not a percentage no it's according to necessity only. onlyib uh, the, 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 the questions will lead most of to end but like, if you don't understand something try to ask Inshallah. طيب well والمريض, والمريض is that clear yeah? You got it? Is that clear? clear. The next person that is the person who is Muflis, He's is Bahjur Ma' Ali is bankrupt. Number next person, he can't use his wealth is Al Al The one who is ill, the condition of this illness is that it is مخوف, مخوف. And this is something that is very important to understand when it comes to fiqh or babua alfiq is gonna it's gonna reoccur al marad al that he's ill his illness is an illness that you fear for him death it's not any illness someone got a cold someone who has a, 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 a an illness that the doctors say he's probably going to die or the majority of time the, pe- the person doesn't recover from this stuff and in the big books of fiqh they mention they give example of types of illness and they mention it mainly in Babel, al wasiyyah in wasiyyah we're going to come to it, inshallah the wills and stuff like that It's going to talk about it in more detail. The point is here that the one who's in his deathbed he is he's, 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 his wealth is is prevented from from being used anything above one third of his wealth he's prevented from using anything above one third of his of his wealth do you understand anything that is above are you sure you seem confused today tired okayni huh. You fear for him What do you mean we fear for him I mean over one third Why one third? Because the person who's dying And he's giving a will In your will are you allowed to give all your money away To anyone you want No you're not right Who who does the money go to? The inheritance right? The inheritance But you're allowed to give away what? One third to whoever you want If someone's dying One third of his money he doesn't own anymore it goes to his, inher- his inheritors. As for the other third, no, sorry, sorry, two-thirds of his money he doesn't own. One-third though, Allah gave you. Allah gave you one-third. And the hadith of Sa'ad, the Prophet said to him, a thuluth, wa kathir. give one-third and one thuluth, one-third, one-third is a lot. Right? And in the hadith, Allah has given you charity with one-third of your wealth. Imagine Allah has given you charity to your wealth, your own wealth. How does that show? When we die, nothing's going to come with you Even when you're about to die, you don't even own your money All that money that you worked hard for Means nothing on that day When you die, nothing is going to be there for you That one third, all your money, who's it going to? You go to your children, that's it As if you didn't work forever And that one third, Allah gave it to you as a charity You can use it for something So why do we say this person who's dying This person who's dying, he's not he, Two thirds of his wealth Don't even question about that, don't even ask about that That's what his wealth inherited. One third, he's allowed to do what he wants. He's allowed to do what he wants. So, when, so with, what's, what's blocked off? What's mahjurna ali for this person? Anything above one third. Why? Because it's for inheritance. So, it's, it's, it's inher- inheritance. He has no choice. Allah already split up the inheritance. Everything is mentioned in the Quran and the Sunnah. So this person, one third he can use. He can say, Take one third of my money and bring it to the, and give it to the masjid. Take one third of my money, give it to so and so. Except for uh, someone who's already inheriting. So for example, you can't say give one third of my money my money to my son. Son's already inheriting. You can't you can't give money one third that one third to your inheritor? Because the Prophet said, La wasuyah til There's no wasiyah for wadith, one is already inheriting. So this one third, this is what he's allowed to use. As for the rest he is? Yes. Who is that one? Who is that person? The one who is? Yeah. He's in illness, terminal illness, أحسنت. terminal illness. Not necessarily terminal illness actually, because terminal can be ill and be alive for a long time. But a person is on his deathbed. On his deathbed. طيب. What's the question? When you say well, is it um, money or is it? Everything. All possessions. Well. Tayyib? And these two, yeah, the last two, the last one and this one is for other people, right? Yeah. a good question. I, I should have mentioned that actually. What happens now if he says one, third of my, one, one half of my wealth goes to so and so? He says one half of my wealth is for this person or for this organization. We say that one third goes to the organization. The remaining, it, it is in accordance to the inheritors. They can decide. They can decide. We're going to mention that. It comes. They can decide. So, and after he dies. When he dies, and the wealth is being spit up, then they say, look, he gave one third. To, do you Do you guys want to give this also, the remaining, to make it one half to the organization as well? They say yes, then it goes. If they say no, then it stays. Okay? Tayyib. The next one is The slave If a person is a slave Then he himself is what? His wealth, he's owned A slave is owned If he himself is a slave and he's owned He wasn't given permission to do business So he went out And he he, he wasn't given permission to do business Then it's not allowed for you to buy and sell from him It's not allowed for you to buy and sell from him Because his wealth is what? His wealth is his owner's wealth Everything that he owns, he doesn't own anything. Everything that he owns is by his, by his owner. طيب Is that clear, yeah? Okay, yeah? So there's are the two the types of Hajar. Then he says وَالْمَجْنُونِ وَالْسَّفِيهِ غَيْرُ صَحِيحِ The actions So the, now basically he's just going to explain why I just said basically all that time. <laughs> <laughs> the transactions of the young child والمجنون, And the person who is insane وَالْسَّفِيهِ <laughs> The one who is safi Who is safi? Someone that uses money for haram غير صحيح All of the actions are صحيح oh, yeah, Not correct They go and buy a house From a child A child He has a million pounds Because he inherited a million pounds From his from his father And he buys a house The house Is it his? No That transaction is null and void غير صحيح He says وَتَصَرُّفُ الْمُفْلِسِ يَصِحُّ فِي ذِمَّتِهِ دُونَ أَعْيَانِ As for the muflis Which is an important point I should mention The one who is <coughs> bankrupt his actions, his transactions, are correct. They're, they're allowed in his dhimma, as a debt. What can he do? He can go to the shop and he can say, I want to buy this, 100 pounds. I don't have the money, but I'll, I'll, owe you. I'll pay it back. He's really in debt, right? But he goes to the shop and he's allowed to add more debt. Because he's not allowed to use his wealth, but he's allowed to take more more debt on it. He's allowed. no with that wealth. He's not allowed to buy and sell. With his wealth Then he says The one who is ill Anything that is above one third of his wealth It goes back to his To the permission of the waratha, The inheritors As we mentioned the question right The person He says that my wealth One half of it or two, 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 two thirds of it Goes to this organization This person Then he doesn't go to it Unless the inheritors allow it He doesn't even own his wealth any subhanallah as for the slave then if he does a business transaction then the author here he says that it goes in his in his dhimma remember dhimma when we say dhimma what do you mean by it? it's on his neck it says fi the slave he buys and sells it's in his dhimma he goes and he buys and sells something he owes it now according to this but the correct one is that his transactions are null and void. If he wasn't given permission to buy and sell, then his transactions are null and void. Wallahu a'alam. Is that clear? He can take, no. um, They say he can take on debts. and If if he does take on debts, then it is sought from him after he gets freed. When he's freed. If he's never freed, then that debt, he shouldn't have sold to the slave. No. As for the sick person when he takes a debt, does it come out of? The sick person when he takes a debt. Yeah. Oh, the sick person it? Sick person he goes and takes a debt. Oh, so did you not mention? No, it? I think you mentioned something else. Oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Did I mention muflis? The muflis when he takes a debt, the one who's bankrupt. Uh, no, yeah, said muflis, muflis. Uh, I said muflis, muflis. But you said muflis. Yeah, the one who has is bankrupt, but he goes and takes a debt. He goes, he still, but still buys, but he buys on his, on his neck. Yeah. Okay, is that clear? clear. No. Next chapter is Asulh. sulh sulh it comes from reconcil- reconciliation, Re- reconciliation. Um, And it is mentioned in the Quran and in, in the Sunnah of the Prophet In the Quran, Allah says in the Quran As-Sulh is good As-Sulh is good And Sulh, when it comes to the Sharia then it is, ال, in, in, in the Arabic language, it is it's for you to be to reconcile between two people by stopping any arguments between them. And the way that a person does that is through his wealth. I'll give you an example of sulh. is for example, a person, he pays money in order to stop an argument between two people. Two people are arguing. He says this person killed another person. And two tribes are fighting, for example. Two tribes are fighting because this tribe killed some from our tribe. So they go and kill some of this tribe. And they say, We're not going to stop until they give us blood money. So someone comes in and he says, Here's the money for the blood of the people that was killed. This is called a sulh and it has rulings. Okay? I remember, where did you mention this before? In For the students who've been with me for a long time, we mentioned sulh in fiqh before. This exact same situation. No one remembers? In Zakah? In Zakah? Zakah. 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 So? So? When a in, in Zakah? Because of? Sulh. So, he paid for someone money. So these are the, some of the ahkam that are connected to Sulh. In the Sharia, it is a contract that is done in order to stop the argument between two parties to argument. It says, you're allowed to do Sulh in with a when there is an admission. What does that mean? It means that the two arguing parties, they're not denying the truth. Yani, what does that mean? Like for example, someone says to me, You owe me a hundred pounds, I say, No, I don't owe you nothing. That's called inkar. According to the Shafi'i, there's no According to the rest of the Madahib, there is Sulh. That's correct, wallah. If someone denies, there is there is allowed to be some sulh. The point is that he, says, he says, مع الإقرار He says, I owe you money, yes, yes. so someone, someone, someone gave me a hundred pounds I said to you, yeah, I owe you money But it wasn't a hundred pounds, it was fifty It wasn't a hundred, no, it was fifty He said, In that situation, it allows مع الإقرار How would that work? Is that we would say Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to it في وما In wealth, money And what, what comes to money? In wealth, not just money, wealth, all wealth and anything that leads to wealth For example Blood money Someone killed someone That's the situation we mentioned Someone killed someone So he owes him So he owes him money So he's allowed to Do solh on that By giving him Giving him money Because the, the killing Is not actually The qisas, not actually blood, It's not actually money But it leads to money The point is That solh is allowed to be done In anything that's to do with wealth Money Basically Wahuwa nawaan Is two types ibra wa mu'awadah There's ibra. And there is معاوضة. What is Ibrah'? Sulh for ibra. Sulh for ibra is, the example of that is, someone says he owes me money. I say, yeah, he owes me money, but it's not 100 pounds, 50 pounds. So we come to an agreement. I say to him, I'm going to pay you 75 pounds. Come to an agreement. I'm going to pay you 75. There's no proof that I'm going to pay you 75. And we agree on that. In that case, it's allowed. That's called مع الابراء. And it's called الحطيط. If the person agrees he says you owe me 100 pound okay I'll give you 75 it's called sulh al I've taken away wow you طيب وما في ضايل لي انا sulh al-hatiit sulh al فَالْإِبْرَاءُ مِنْ حَقِّهِ عَلَى بَعْضِهِ إِبْرَاءُ It is to take some of your rights. You don't take all of it. Take a part of it, half of your money. Okay, you owe me that much. But okay, I'll allow you. And Allah says in the the Quran, Sulh is good. طيب وَلَا يَجُوزُ فِعْلُهُ عَلَى شَرْطٌ Then they mention a condition of sulh A solch is not allowed to happen with a condition. With a condition. You can't say, I'm going to give you seventy-five pound. Okay, I'm going to accept it if you do this or if you do that. No conditions are allowed. There's the principle in the Sharia which is that the the are not allowed. Contracts are not allowed to be based on conditions. Yeah, and you say to someone, "I'm going to buy this money, this house of you, if you give me your daughter to marry." For example, you know, sometimes I mention some these examples, but I'm actually getting it from the books of fiqh. That's why I said, don't, don't, don't look at me in a way, doing. Okay, these answers, these, well, these examples, they, they give you these examples. And you'll see, subhanAllah, you'll see, subhanAllah. A person of fiqh, that you see, he lives in the east or the west of the world. The examples are the same. Right? right. Look at all, all of my teachers, they give you the same examples. This and that. Similarly in Arabic grammar, right? What did they mention Arabic grammar always? Zaydan Amr. Everyone mentions that, east or west of the world. you always see Zaydan Amr. So these examples are given all around the world. Don't worry, it's not just me. Taib. This is... How would you differentiate that with like a contract? So like someone coming into work, um, you have to come on time, for example. What do, what do you mean? Sentence? No. What do you mean? So that's like a condition. Right? It's a condition. Oh, no, no, no. You're not allowed to uh, put a condition that you're going to... Oh. No, no. What I mean what it means but it's not allowed to put a condition of... Initiating a contract. So if this happens, then I'm going to initiate a contract with you. You understand? Yeah, but it's fixed. It's fi- part of the contract. Having conditions in the contract okay. okay. But having a. a Say, so if I'll give you the. If you give me your daughter to marry, for example. Right? These kind of things. The other type of. Is. Al Which is, instead of taking that thing, you take something else. So, for example, someone sells you... um, You order a cupboard online. This one, the books didn't mention. You order a a cupboard online. Okay? The cupboard comes and it's broken. It's broken. Okay, they say to you... Instead of... um, Instead of sending the whole cupboard back, let's have some solh. we'll give you, the, and to replace that, that 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 part that's broken, we'll give you 10 pound back, or we'll give you a free water bottle, a random example, free water bottle, that's called solh al mu'awadah, it gives you something else in exchange, okay, that's needed in business, right, someone sells you something, you Remember Salem? One month later he comes He goes, look I didn't, have, I, didn't get, I didn't get all the dates that I owed you But instead of the dates I'll give you some bananas Take some bananas instead It's called Is that clear? And it's allowed طيب. What if you don't accept that? You don't have to accept it Sulh doesn't have to be accepted Okay, okay. And all of the rulings of buying and selling Go with Salah There's a it's المجلس. al Majlis. There has to be ilm. No Jahala, no Gharar. All of that has to be present in Sulh. When it comes to Sulh al something else. It's giving you something else. It's basically another sale, basically. You understand? That's clear, guys. That's the whole picture of Sulh. I'm not going to go too many details, inshallah. Next, then he says, This is called الحقوق Hukukul This is now in, in the Bab of Sulh, in the chapter of Sulh. The scholars of fiqh, they always mention the huquq mushtaraka the commonly owned things. things. You know, things in, in the world, not everything is owned by someone. Some things are general public, public use, right? Like, for example, what? Hmm? Oland? Land. Trees, public trees, public pathways, streets, roads, right? These are public property. Right? So they speak about it In, in, in Bab al sulh In the bigger books of fiqh they, they speak about it in more detail But in these books of fiqh They give you again Just a picture of what it was about But in, much, in, in, in bigger books of fiqh the, the whole of like For example Council Council coming to build the houses Not council To fix the roads You know the local council When they fix the roads And stuff like that All of that comes under Bab sulh And obviously I'm talking about in the Muslim countries The Muslim countries Where they, where they rule by the Sharia of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. They use these uh, ahkam to judge between the people in public places. So whenever you, whenever you, um, for example, someone goes and he gets, he makes a parking, ro- uh, a parking place for himself. Is that allowed? Not allowed because not your public, you're not property. He makes, goes on the road and he marks a place and it's his. Yeah, it's not, that comes on the sahih. All of it comes on this. Look what he says it, says. it is allowed for a person to. Build out of his house. So you have a house. You're allowed to build something that comes out of the house. You know, and it goes onto the pathway. And you say like a like It's like, like a is a, like a wood. You know the, the wooden, if you have the, the old old houses. You have it in the, in the deserts so or in places. Yeah, they have a wood. They have wooden pieces that are coming outside the house. He says, you're allowed to do that. In a, طريق, in a pathway, in a road that is nafid the roads are two types. Write it down. Right down. Roads are two types in the Sharia. Roads are two types. Pathways are two types. Number one is a tariq al-nafid. A tariq al-nafid is the pathway that is open. In terms of, يعني, it has two ro- two ways. It doesn't end. It doesn't have an end. You know when you come for, when you come to the masjid, you go into the alleyway and you go, and at the end there's a, there's a dead end, right? That's not a tariq nafid. That's tariq. We're going to talk about mushtarak. It's called mushtarak. The nafid is what? It's open on both ends. The road that is open on both ends. Nafid. And mushtarak is different. We're going to go to nafid. In a with, and the second type is tariq which is mushtarak. Mushtarak, it's a dead end. People are living there and it's dead end. So he says, in the tariq which is nafid, you're allowed to. So open end road You're allowed to build a, a Something that comes out of your house Into the Public air Why is he speaking Why is he saying You're allowed to do that Isn't it your house Isn't it your house It was going on over the roads And in the ro- is the road yours The road is not yours In the Sharia We have a principle Which is The earth Has the same ruling as the air Meaning When you buy earth You own the earth That's there And you own all of it above all the air above is yours as well. Okay? okay? All of the air above is yours. Even in the British law, subhanAllah, I was, watching, I was looking at it, they say, it's part of Christian law, subhanAllah, that whenever you buy earth, then it goes all the way up to the earth, until the heavens, they say. I remember, it's one of the constitution, I, I was reading it randomly, and subhanAllah, it reminded me of this. this is the, in, 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 because in the Sharia, it's the same thing. They say that you have, you own the earth, and all of everything is above it. Okay? So just like that, the air that's above the main road, you don't own it The main road is public property And the air of the public road is the, is the public property as well You're not allowed to now Go and do what you want with it It's not allowed you understand? <laughs> so he says You're allowed You're allowed To bring out something In a pathway which is open As long as With a condition Look at this condition There's a reason why there's a condition Because it's a public road As long as the people Are not harmed by it As long as the people Are not harmed by it those people are walking past, they're not harmed by it. For example, a person who walks and this thing that is outside, this wooden plank, is a person, every time Every time people walk past, they have to duck down. They have to duck down every time. Is that allowed? No, it's not allowed. And what happens? Subhanallah, this is a serious matter. If you do that, if you do that, someone walks and he didn't see it and he gets hit in his head and he dies, you have to pay the blood money in the sharia. You have to pay that money, Right? If someone does do it, then the Muslim government is allowed to come and take it down without his permission. It's called the council, his rulings, right? The local council, the Berladiya, is allowed to come and take it down without his without permission, if it harms people. If it's a road where only people walk, walk by, it's not a car, and there's no cars or horses back in the days. It's just a, a pathway, people will walk, like this place here. Just people walking, no cars can come in. In that case, you have to build it as high as no one's harmed by the head. As far as a pathway where cars and things go past, or as they mention in the books of fiqh, the horses and the caravans and the camels, they go past, then it has to be as, as high as it doesn't harm the camels and everything that it carries. It has to be very high, basically. Insane. So that's, that's in the tariq, which is nafi, the open road. Open road is allowed Why? Because it's a public road People go in and out In and out it's no, one, no one owns the end And no one owns the, the, the back فِي الدَّرْبِ الْمُشْتَرَكِ وَلَا يَجُوزُ فِي الدَّرْبِ الْمُشْتَرَكِ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ أَهْلِ الدَّرْبِ And you're, you're, you, you're not allowed to do this To build this thing uh, Coming out Into the main road In a darb which is mushtarak Which is closed Dead end You're not allowed Unless you have permission of everyone In that In that who lives there so let's say, this is one normally I draw for when I'm doing this one, okay? It's got paper, shall I draw it? Let me draw it. It's so, like a Not necessarily a gated, gated community, but it's like a road which is like this, okay? So we have we have a road like this. Can someone zoom in? Brian, Brian, zoom in. Come, not um, so we have a road like this. Do you guys see the road? I Let me use Yeah. sorry. Look at this, yeah. The road is like this, it's closed. Do you guys understand that? Do you guys see that? Can you zoom in? Can anyone see that? This road is closed. People live here. Person lives here, 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 person lives here. You're, not, you're allowed this person now Abdullah he wants to build a little thing over here in the road he wants to build a little thing in the road people they walk past here huh people they walk past up and down up and down but it's closed okay It's closed so who are going to be who's going to be walking in these roads generally the people who live there right the residents there Abdullah is allowed to build outside with the permission of everyone who lives above him. This person, this person, and this person. Not this person. Why not this person? Because he has no right to walk past his house. His house is there. Don't go past his house. Understand? Understand? Abdullah is allowed to build this with the permission of this person, this person. Why? Because to get to their house, they need to get there. They need to walk, right? So they have a right to this road. They have a right to this road. Is that clear? That's why we say You only you have to take the permission with Of the people who Live in the Darb Which is common amongst everyone shared basically Okay No they have no right to that Unless it's a small No generally it's going to be a small Darb And it's going to be one road Generally it will, be, it will affect both people But this one I drew was a big one so It has a pavement here and it has a pavement here so only these people have their right, not these people. But generally, if it's a small one, then both, both sides will have their rights. But as long as they're not... This person, these people, they have no rights. Why? Because they shouldn't be walking past anyway. They don't have any... They have no say over there. They can be walked past there, but they have no say to be walking past there. Okay? Taib. Then he says... Roshan is anything that comes out. It's that wooden thing, generally. They say that, ro- that wooden thing that comes out of the b- main part of the house. And they use it like mizab, El mizab. mizab? Back in the days, the sewage system. It will be uh, the water system, not no sewage, sorry. Like when water comes down. You know the Kaaba? It has that gold thing that comes with water, comes out. It's called a mizab. Back in the days, the houses would have mizab for when it rains, it will drain out the water. You understand? So that's what, similar to that. Oroshan, uh, mizab, all of these kind of things. Then he says, I need, the, I need the diagram again. In a minute. Finish right. He says, You're allowed to bring your house, your your door closer in a darb which is mushtarak. What's the darb mushtarak again? So this is darb which is mushtarak, right? Let's say my house is this big. I have a door here. My door is here. I want to put my door. Naam. No. I want to put my door here. I want to move it closer to the beginning of the road. I want to change my door. I want a new door to the beginning of the road. I'm allowed to move it from here to here. I'm allowed. To. I don't need anyone's permission, why? Because that area here, I always walk past it anyway. So I don't need anyone's permission to move my door from here, from there to there. Because I always walk past that area anyway, It's my area. طيب. What about if someone he says, <inaudible> but you're not allowed to move your door from here, to here, except with the permission of those people, of those people who are after them. Because that area, you you don't use it. If the door is here, you don't use this area. You don't use this area. Doors door is here. You don't use the area. Therefore, you're not allowed to move your door from here to here unless you have permission of these people who use this area. They will pass every time. Okay? These are principles of al Mushtaraka, Some of the principles that obviously this one you might think, well, it's, okay, it's just a door, things like that. But these are principles that come under things like that, right? You have um, the rights of walls. A person has the right of a wall. He has his wall. What right does he have of the of the wall over the person next to him? Is he allowed, for example, to use the clay of his wall of someone of his wall to be, to 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 cover something or to, to to wrap something up as they used to do? Things like that. Take yeah, take from it basically. Things like that. These are called the al المشتركة. And the Prophet وسلم, said in a hadith, The people they are, شركة in three things. Everyone shares these three things. الماء, وال, uh, the water. water, Public water is everyone's. No one's allowed to hold water. Okay? Public water is everyone. The rain. The, the, unless you get it and you put it into a bottle, then it's yours. Then you can have it. But generally, you can't say this part of the water, of the river's mine. No one's allowed to come to it. No, it's public wood. And also, public greenery, yani public plants, trees, in the woods, in the forest. It's everyone's. And the third one is an fire. Yani if someone has fire, you made a fire, someone gets his wood. He says, give me some, let me just use my fire, put my fire on there. Is he allowed to, is he, is he allowed to say no? No, he's allowed to say no. It's everyone's fire. Fire is for everyone. Mm. 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 "I want to build a floor over the property. Yeah. I want to build something on top of it." Good question, Allah, I don't know. Allahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mean, to research that. He's, he's going to research that. So, doesn't he own it? Doesn't he own anything above it? Yeah, exactly. Can you not sell it to him? So. Yeah. Can you not sell it to him? Yeah. It's good, a good answer, right? Sorry. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Research it, inshallah. Awesome. Allahu Alaihi Wasallam. No. I was say, is it a partnership? No, it's not a partnership. No, it won't be partnership. Built in a partnership. It'll be a building above. But then who then owns the air after that? That's my question. Who owns the air after that? He owns it. Because he sold did he sold part sold his air? Or he he all of it? That's my that's is my other one I don't know. It's flats, yeah, flats. Yeah, any a question that comes under this now is the masjid. The masjid is a person, a person in, in the person in state of Janabah. Is he allowed to be in the masjid? It's not right? If you go to Janabah you have to go have a shower before you go to the masjid, right? But what about in Egypt for example, even Saudi, you have some masjid and people live above the masjid? Part of the masjid Part of the masjid, is it not? Is it considered no. part of the masjid? Like no, for example, masjid they, normally, there's parts of the area where, you know, where they pray towards the the way it Like if you get about that, I'm talking about on top. The masjid, <laughs> yes. the earth is the same ruling. We're talking about okay, let's say the masjid, for example, our masjid have a we have a library in the masjid. And the library is not part of the masjid. So you go to the library down to prey to the masjid. But طيب, what about if you live on top of the masjid, we say the, the earth has the same ruling as that? Air, right? So this is the the scholars, they say that Shaykh I remember when he asked this He said that If the masjid was there first And the whole building Was made as a masjid Then it was built on top Then it's considered to be A masjid on top as well So all of the rulings Of the masjid comes on it as well mm. so, You understand? Yeah. So he has ahkam You can't have janabah can't buy and sell Things like that mm. Mm. No No, no, I um, Since the, the land and the air Chase the same ruling When mm. you buy a portion Of the air With the land that you have can you buy a portion of the air of the land that you have? <laughs> that's the whole question. I don't know. Allah wajalla. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Of of the <this>. soil. Yeah, But in Sharia, I the Aصل That's the in the Sharia. So question, that's the question. Huh? What? This specific oil only on this. Allahu A'lam Research Insha'Allah Allahu A'lam What did we take today? We took Al-Hajr Al-Sulh Should we take one more? Or should we read the biography? What do you think? Let me, let me give you guys a principle actually Let me give you guys a principle Al-Hawala Al-Sulh al and Al-Kafala in the sharia we have three types of in buyur generally we have three types of contracts. Three types of contracts. Write down. There's a principle, I'm gonna leave you with this principle because it's an important principle to know. Sharia I said at the beginning, but la bas Three types of principles in the sharia. The first type of three types of contracts in the sharia. The first type of contract is al al Contracts which are an exchange, so I get I give something and I get something back. This is called al-mu'awadat, an exchange contract. What's an example of that? Buying and selling, um, renting, thing like that. Okay. Mu'awadat بالضاد المعجمة. طيب. Um, the second one is al uqud uh, sorry, al contracts of. Giving. يعني, what's the English word? There's the English word for it. Contracts of gifts yes. or oh, something. يعني, there's no, there's no charity, charitable, charitable contracts. It's charitable contracts, huh? Non-profit contracts. Maybe you could say that. Charitable contracts, basically. So, for example, which is basically when you give something, you don't get anything back except for from Allah Subhanahu so, Wa Taala. So, and then the third one is what? The third one is Al-Tawthiq 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 are contracts of guarantee Contracts of guarantee Meaning is there to guarantee a transaction For example what? al hmm? We took last lesson right? Al-Rahan Last lesson a Guarantee The contracts of guarantee are three Al-Rahan And we have Al-Daman and Kafala We're going to take them inshallah. We could have taken, taken it today but I don't know. Um, so, we have al kafala, and al As for the contract of tabarra'at are things like what? Hiba, we're going to take it, it's gifts. Al waqf, endowment, you make something a waqf, you give it for the sake of Allah. A house, you say this is for the sake of Allah for any, any student of knowledge. So, any student of knowledge, can come and live in the house. In Syria, I used to have a lot before the war. There was um, a lot of waqf. Like for example, Dar al Salihiyah, Madrasat al Salihiyah, Madrasat al umariyya built by the uh, Maqdisis, you have the Salihiyya, you have the Jawziya, all of these were Waqf, that were given to people that were rich, they were rich people, they they had a house, or a place, and they gave it to students of knowledge, and they made it a Madrasa, and the Madrasa brought out students, for example you have the Madrasa al-Umariyya, brought out the whole Maqdisi family, the Hanabila, the Maqdisi family, they came out of that Madrasa, so imagine the reward that person gets, Waqf, to the point that SubhanAllah, especially in Syria, in Syria, you had the most waqf in the uh, uh, From the history, you say probably most, the, the most waqf in the world. They would have farms and farms and farms, and it was public property of fruits, of trees. The, the richness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the people of Syria. Subhanallah, it was a lot. The, the madaris that were given. Look at the ulama that came out of Syria. Ibn Taymiyyah, Ibn Qayyim. All of those people, they came out from these madaris, these madaris that came out from waqf. A person will come and he'll build a building, and he'll say this is for students of knowledge. And he'll come and he'll build a farm, and he'll say this is for the students of knowledge to eat from. And he'll give a, he'll make a, make a little business place, and say this is for the teachers to be paid. And th- from that, years and years of madaris will come out. People like Ibn Rajab al-Hambali, people like Ibn Qayyim, Ibn Taymiyyah, uh, Ibn Qudamah al-Maqdisi, Abu Umar. All of these people they came out from these waqf. This is, a, waqf is a type of um, contracts. We're gonna come through Inshallah from the We have hiba, have waqf we have Dain uh, duyun To give debt to someone Someone owes you money You give them some money And you for them to pay you back So it's تبرر. You're not going to get anything You're not going to benefit from it From it, Why? Because if you benefit from a from a, uh, a Debt Or a loan Loans That's what? If you benefit from a loan What is it? Riba. Because the Prophet ﷺ Always the hadith in the qaida Which is Kullu كُلُّ دَيْنٍ مَنْفَعَةً فَهُوَ رِبَةً Any day that comes, that you get a benefit from it, then it is riba. طيب? So these are the types of عقود um, in the Sharia. These are the types of عقود in the Sharia. What are they? معاوضات, which is what? Buying and selling, exchange. Like for example, I think of examples of that, which is what? Buying and selling, إجارة, renting, all of these are uqud معاوضات. You get something, you give something. nikah you get something, you give something. The Next one is, is? at-tabarru'at Char- Charitable, 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 Charitable contracts And number three is Tawthiq Which are for guarantee Which is for example Al-Rahan And things like that So today what did we take? We took Al-Hajar And we took Ahkamu's-Sulhi Tayyib Let me ask you guys So the sisters They, know, they didn't get an answer to this Okay, so what are the contracts that? What are the different types of contracts that the principles that I mentioned so far? So far, I mentioned the principles, principles that I mentioned, last lesson and things like that. What did I mention? ضمان, okay. the A. D. different types of position. Okay. yeah, okay. The, the, if there's any question, this is possible as well. The different types of A. D. the different types of ownership, right? What were they? they? Amana, ضمان, and milk. <laughs> طيب. ضمان mm. uh, and milk. <laughs> طيب. Uh, and we mentioned the, the different types of contract, which is al ma'awadat, tabaru'at, and al tawthiq. And we mentioned the results of the, the? amana, the master, al daman, and al ghasb, uh, right? Al daman. it's called ghasb, daman. Similar, similar, very similar. What else did I mention? What other principles did I mention recently? Lazim and jaiz, أحسن that is the one. The contracts we saw, lazima, and jaizah. Where's the lazima? Huh? huh? You can't go back in. Like buying and selling. And we have ja'izah which is things that you can go back on. And I didn't give the example of that. The example of that was gifts. Uh, gifts was uh, ja'iza before before it's taken. All right. But with ja'iza, for example, al wadaa. Wadaa is when I give someone. I say, look after my money. Look after my money. He takes and he looks after. It. He's not saying, no, okay, I don't want to look after anymore. Take it back. After a while, Jazz is allowed to cancel, can, to cancel it, right? What's Jazz again? What's Jazz mean? Anyone can go back on it anytime. Any time. طيب. طيب. Or, 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 or Al I made someone وكيل. I say, go and marry my daughter off on my behalf. And then before the Nikah, I say, no, forget it, don't. I take that off you. Or he says, no, I don't want to do it anymore. طيب. And there's some contract which are Lazim from one taraf and Jazz from another taraf, from another side. One side is Jazz, one side is Lazim. So me, I'm allowed to cancel it. You, you're not allowed to cancel it. For example, Nikah. The man is allowed to cancel the woman is not allowed to cancel it unless she goes through those procedures. And there's many other contracts that uh, come under that. That one I didn't mention, the third one. Lazim min taraf and jaiz min taraf. Lazim from one side and tar- jaiz from another side. Those are the three pr- principles I mentioned so far, right? That's the one i mentioned. And Muhammad I had, a, I had a masala for you today as well. But I forgot, subhanAllah. Today the Hanabil, what did the Hanabil believe in the Shafi'i I don't believe? Naam, it's the next path. <laughs> I should go for it, just for Muhammad <laughs> Should go for it, 55 minutes we had Let's stop there inshaAllah, what's the question? What is the second type of sulh? Of sulh, sulh. The second type of sulh is al muawadah right? We said that there is bra al Which is to exchange something for your right So you had a right of a book But you say, okay, instead of giving me the book, give me uh, a pen you understand? It's called Mu'awadah. It's giving you right for another right. Tayyib. Let's look at the, uh, what I, what my teacher. What we used to do is that we look at some of the seer of alam al-nubala from the Sheikh uh, from Imam al dhabi Oh, actually a book. There's a book. Hmm. Last question. Inshallah, we'll see. Um, Imam. The the, the 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 person that we're going to talk about today is al Imam. I'm seer alam al-nubala. Shafi at at His name is Muhammad ibn Idris ibn al-Abbas ibn Uthman ibn Shafi shafii ibn al-Saib ibn al ibn al Yazid ibn hashim ibn al-Muttalib ibn al-Abid Where does he meet with the lineage of the Prophet sallallahu Ibn hashim ibn al-Muttalib Ibn what is the name of Muttalib? It's Muttalib Why? Not Hashim This Hashim is different Hashim The Hashim that the Prophet sallallahu grandfather is Different Hashim. This is Muttalib So the shab- Imam al-Shafi'i was from the family of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Muttalibi but he wasn't direct descendant of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ittafaqah Mawlud al-Imam bi Gazza. He was born in Gazza in Gaza City. Wamat Abu Idris Shab and his father died when he was very young. his father was young when he died. So Imam al-Shafi'i was obviously very, very young. Uh, he died as he was, he was uh, an orphan. Fanasah Muhammadun yatiman. He was born in the year. Uh, one hundred and fifty after Hijrah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he died in the year two hundred and four. So, how old was he? Fifty-four, 54 years old, and it's, this is why he became. Subhanallah. وَأَخَذَ الْعِلْمِ بِبَلَادِهِ Muslim مُسْلِمِ بْنِ خَالِدٍ مُفْتِي مَكَّةَ. He was from Gaza, but he was born and raised. He was raised in Mecca. He was raised in Mecca, and he took knowledge from the people of Mecca, Muslim ibn Khalid al-Zinjii, Mufti of Mecca, Dawood al-Darrahman al-Attar, and others. Uh, from amongst them is Sufyan ibn Uyaynah. That's one of the famous ones that was his Mashaykh. And Fudayl ibn Iyad as well. He took knowledge from him. And Nafi ibn Umar al Jumahi. Not Nafi Mawla ibn Umar, but Nafi ibn Umar al Jumahi. He traveled for knowledge after seeking knowledge in Mecca when he was the, at the age of Nayif wa Ishirin He almost reached the age of 20. وَقَدْ أفتا وَتَأَهَلَ للإمامة. And he started giving fatwa and he was ready to be an imam إلى uh, and by, by that time So before he reached the age of 20 He was able to give fatwa and he was an imam And at that time he moved and he, and he, he traveled to seek knowledge in Medina. فَحَمَلَ Amalik مَالِكِ Anas al الْمُوَطَّعِ He went and he took the Muwattah from, from, of Imam Malik from Imam Malik himself. He went to Imam Malik and he took and he memorized the Muwattah from him. وَعَرَضَهُ مِنْ حِفْظِهِ And he presented it to Imam Malik from his memory. Yani he memorized the whole of Muwattah, which is over a thousand hadith and aqbal of Imam Malik. He memorized it from his head and he read it all to Imam Malik. وَقِيلَ مِنْ حِفْظِهِ لَأَكْثَرِهِ Some people say he, he read most of it. فأكثر... And he spoke about the ulama that he had in the Medina. And he had ulama in Yemen. And he wrote a lot of books. And from the students were Al-Humaydi. And Abu Ubaid Al-Qasim Ibn Salam. And Ahmed Ibn Hanbal, Rahimahumullah Ta'ala. And he mentions a lot of the students. Mm-hmm. He says, Ibn Abdul Hakim, Ibn Abdul Hakim, he said, biji, when Imam Shafi'i his mother was pregnant, ra'at min she saw in a dream, as if a seller came out from her private part, until he went all the way to Egypt. He went to, he saw that every single country that, 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 that this person went from that place that he came out of, of the mother of of, of Shafi'i, all the way to Egypt, he saw that in every single country he left a, 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 some remnants. So the scholars, they interpreted this dream, or uh, the people of interpretation, they interpreted this dream that the mother of Imam Shafi'i is going to give birth to a scholar. يخص علمه أهل مصر ثم في البلدان that the people of Egypt they're going to have they're going to take on his knowledge and then it's going to come out from Egypt to the different countries and what happened? Imam Shafi'i died in Egypt and from then his students came out like al and others right? but this chain of narration they say it's a weak chain of narration to that story When Abi Abdullah اللَّهِ Abdullah فيما نقله ابن أبي حاتم عن ابن أخي ابن, أخي ابن No, no, no. There's different narrations of when he was born, but the correct is that he was born in, in Gaza From what Marx's description is al-Muzani, he says, Ma ahsana shafi'i. I never saw anyone more beautiful in his face than Imam Shafi'i. Sometimes he would take his beard and his beard wouldn't go past his his qabda, What he took. I wouldn't go past that That's how he he would look He said I heard Imam Shafi'i say He said that I used to do a lot of archery Imam Shafi'i used to do a lot of archery Until The doctor said I fear that you're going to uh, gain a You're going to get a, an illness Because you stand in the heat too much <speaking in Hebrew> And he said that he was so good at uh, uh, shooting the arrow He said whenever I would shoot ten arrows I would get nine on point Nine of them would shoot the, the, the target And he said, al shafi'i, he Kuntu I was a Fi man in the house of And it didn't have he said that my, my mother used to send me to learn And I would never, I would, we didn't have enough money to, to pay the teacher Our mother didn't have enough money to pay the teacher So the teacher, he would put me in position of teaching the children And that would be enough for him he would, it, would make, it would make it easy for him to teach shafi'i said, I used to write on, 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 on skin of, of, of animals And I used to write on bones Look at the, the high level of himma وَكُنْتُ أَذْهَبُ إِلَى He said, I used to go and go to the Diwan, which is a place in the, in the government. He said, فَأَسْتَوْهِبُ I would ask people to give me some papers. I'll ask for some papers. فَأَكْتُبُ فِيهَا And I would write on these papers. He you know, had a high, high aspirations. Um, from amongst the stories that is funny, subhanAllah, I had uh, from the Shaykh. Hey, he says, <computer noise> He said, from the from the students of Shafii, the main student, He said, he was born on the day that Abu Hanifa died. Some of the معصبون <computer noise> <computer noise> those people who are fanatic to the madhab, they said. That And it's something I heard From my, my sheikh Shaykh Rasulullah Abbas He said some of the Some of the fanatics When they heard this They said look Your imam He was not brave enough To be born Before our imam died Imam Abu Hanifa Allahumma To be honest I didn't I, I didn't I didn't prepare much I just I just opened the book Sir Am Nubala Because I was busy today Subhanallah But, but Maybe next time I, It's as long I don't want it, I don't know what to take out from it Because there's a lot of stuff That I can take out from here But inshallah Next time I'll actually look into it and I'll, I'll look for the points that I can take up. Sayyidina Amanubullah mentioned a lot of stuff. Let's see another thing. So, qala haditha qala samait al Shafi'i kul. Imam Shafriya is saying, لو علم الناس ما في الكلام من الأهوى. If people knew what there is in ilm al kalam, logic and philosophy and all that stuff, من الأهوى from desire, لفروا منه كما يفرون من الأسد, they would run away from ilm al kalam like they run away from a lion. Right, and they say, and this is something that Sheikh Al-Albani, may Allah ta'ala he said that there is no quotes. There are not. There are no more. There is not narrated more quotes from anyone when it comes to the Sunnah, holding on to the Sunnah from the four Imams, than it is narrated from Imam Shafi'i, and, and you see that in his in his in his biographies. And he died in the year two hundred. And for um, I want to I want to find something that shows the memory of, of the Imam other than the. There's a, there's a book that is mentioned, It's called "The uh, to Imam Shafi'i," narrated from him by Rabi' al Sulaiman Muradi. It's beneficial, but uh, it's not part of there. When, Insha'Allah, next time we'll take the, the, the biographer, maybe Sa'id al Musayib, one of those tabi'in who are not really known, wa Ta'ala. But today I was a bit busy, and I promised, so I had to do something. Let's open the book and say, let me let's read something. Um, like Insha'Allah Ta'ala, we'll benefit from that. Can you write any Imam Shafi'i? Did he write any Aqidah books? He has his Aqidah written in letters, in some letters. And it was compiled um, by. um, What's the book? It's printed Jamir. 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 Rasail al Rasail fil Aqidah. By. The author is down there. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. It's, um, It's a black book. He has a lot of the resa'il in aqeedah the, from the Imams of the Salaf From Satan, from Ma'malik, Even before Imam and the Imah Sufyan ibn Uyayna, Sufyan al-Thawri And in it there is a, a fasl, in it there is a chapter Which mentions the aqeedah letters written by Imam shafii And in it there is even a of sunnah by Imam muhammad and others in that. But you can find it there Al-Hamdan, his name is, Al-Hamdan It's printed by Dar al-Minhaj Dar al-Maktabah al-Minhaj, the black one Inshallah, that is very good to benefit from it بارك الله فيكم ونداء صلى الله وسلم وبارك على عبد ورسول نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين الحمد لله